Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. This is Dave. This is Caitlin. This is Will. This is Duncan. Yanni. Joanna. And we are iPodcast Magic Missile. Speaking of which, that, that, that Portman guy in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Saw that. I don't know about Portman. I don't know. That. Everybody becomes pro uh, gay marriage when their kids become gay. <laughs> exactly. It's a well known fact. That's how politicians roll. Oh, man. I saw a picture on G Plus the other day. Uh, some comedian, I don't know who it was, but it's like, if you're if you're against gay marriage, there's there's only really two reasons: either one, you're stupid, or two, you're afraid that dicks are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just like you know these 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 people like they're they your default position should just be being a decent human being to people. That's you know? that's crazy. And like. I don't know. Then you get these people that are all like, oh, look at me, I've changed, I've changed. That's not changing, that's just like, I don't know. Well, it might not be changing as a person, but what it is, is a subjective change of view. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like the, well, like, I don't like... Mexicans, except you know the one I know is pretty cool, but the rest of them, like I, I don't like. Them. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a like I. Well, it's like, well, it's like, I hold all these beliefs, but I don't need to apply them to my life immediately because right. I can make rational decisions with regard to people I've actually spoken yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> so the only I just I don't know I don't feel like it I don't feel like it's an actual change of reversal of stance because he's only supporting gay marriage because he wants his kid to be able to get married. Yeah. That's how I think of it. Well, it's like it's like all the men who you know spent their whole lives, um, you know, with with mothers and sisters, and they love women and they date women and they marry a woman, and it's not until they have daughters that they suddenly become feminists. <laughs> My daughters should have all the same opportunities as everyone else because I don't have any sons. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like it just it frustrates me. It's like. People don't get an issue some of the time until it has become personal, and they because they have the inability to get into someone else's head as an abstract concept. Yeah, it was. It's not even. It's, but it's, it's people coming from a place of like, I don't know. And then they want a cookie. Can you do me a favor? Google feminist cookie. Don't don't. No. Safe search on. <laughs> uh, this is this I is like the cookie. They, this is the cookie they should get. Click on the Google image search. No! <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. The, the top left one. That's the right one. <laughs> oh, yeah. A bush, not a rapist. But meat stings. It's a decent human. <laughs> <laughs> that is the cookie you get. <laughs> you suddenly decide gay people are people. <laughs> you know, if people are giving me cookies, I'm, I'll be happy. <laughs> Somebody would give me a cookie for meeting the minimum standards. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. I would have a lot of cookies. I know. So I'm diabetic, so that means I'd actually be good. Fine. It's fine. You better watch out or I'll give you a cookie. No. <laughs> the other thing that angered me this week was SimCity. Not because I bought SimCity, although I used to really enjoy SimCity. But the problem with SimCity is if you look at like the problems that they're having with it, like I can understand, like, oh, the server is overloaded, I don't understand. I can understand, like, alright, we sold you this line about how you need to be always on because we do everything in the cloud, except we don't. It's just DRM, whatever. Uh, but the absolutely trash AI in SimCity angers me. As a guy who did AI for a living. Interesting. Did, did you see what, where a guy had hacked yeah, yeah. hacked it so that you, you didn't have to No, because it, it actually simulates everything in your computer yeah. badly. Yeah. Um, it doesn't actually do anything in the cloud because the latency was so high they couldn't do it. But like you so, can't even do the maximum speed of the game progressing forward yep. in time. Yeah, because of the, the so, servers. So they, they told you that like, oh, we're gonna have all these sims and you'll be able to watch them go to work and come back. And really, it's just 
a sim is generated at a house spontaneously out of the ether, goes to work, and then poofs back into the ether. And then a new sim is generated in the evening, goes back to a different house. <laughs> and not only that, they all go to the same house. Hmm. What? So here's how. Are you <laughs> shitting me? Everyone leaves work at five o'clock, and they all try to go to the closest house. And then when they drive the closest, when that house fills up, they all immediately decide to go to the next closest house. And this is because clearly no one who programmed AI for SimCity understands anything about AI. <laughs> they how people they work. <laughs> it's a communist city. Duh. <laughs> you take the, only the housing that you need. So, it's more so, efficient that way. It is more efficient that way. There's a highway that goes like this, and there's like a little alley that just goes along here. Everyone will get off the highway and drive along the alley because it's shorter. <laughs> It's like they never heard of, like, A-star search. The thing that you learn the first year you take com- intro to computer science. That is trash. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> that perhaps you should favor taking a highway over taking a back street to lead to your house. <laughs> oh, I feel like man. we could actually use that as anti-communist propaganda, and people should. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Oh man, it just, it makes me, it's like, it's like, you, not only did they not have a single person on there who knew anything about AI, like, not even like, I have a graduate degree in AI, I have a graduate degree in AI, but like, I didn't take a class in college on AI, but not only that, but they didn't have anyone who could evaluate the fact that the AI was terrible, (laughs) whether that be on the team that was programming it, on the QA team, in the management, wow, these Sims are idiots. Why are they all driving to the same house on the same little street? They already released this? Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Why are all the buses driving the same route together next to each other? <laughs> well, they, They're all going to where the most people are waiting. <laughs> I think the game just industry. had so many other problems that they were like, well, it kind of, if you don't look too closely, it's, it's okay. Here's the thing. What are the other problems? What are you actually simulating? They've eliminated all of the complexity of SimCity to appeal to the masses, to appeal to their SimScribe, which is their flagship product, right? They got rid of subways, they got rid of power grid, they got rid of sewers, they got rid of water pipes. Power grid's a good game. What? Power grid is a great game. There should be Sims playing power grid. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> do, do you know that, like, all of the sewage and power runs on the roads in, Sims, in the new SimCity? Mm-hmm. Because they may be simplifying assumption. And if there's a traffic snarl, as an engineer, power system. doesn't get to the building. Sim- simple. What? What? <laughs> That's what I've heard. I don't actually know. I haven't played the game. What a terrible. So wait, game. like the, the electricity <laughs> actually has a, a spot in traffic, and it's like, no, I'm stuck behind this semi. <laughs> or I think I think it's like it's like if you if you like. I hope the sewage isn't backed up. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to flush my like, I hate five o'clock. <laughs> there's so much traffic. Well, so nasty. <laughs> Like, it's like it's like it's like the, the sewage you pumped out your septic tank into a waiting tanker truck outside your house. It has to drive. To well, it depends on where the tank lives. Well, maybe the trucker lives like there. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just brought honey carts back is all. So I mean, and, and not only that, but like the biggest city you can simulate is like Topeka, because it was just too complex to simulate. Like, every previous incarnation of some city has been able, you've been able to like do a city of five hundred thousand people and yeah. skyscrapers and all the rest of this, and this is like yeah. You can make Roanoke, maybe not even. Sounds like they should have started with Sim Town. It's Sim Suburb, basically. Mm. If they'd done like Sim Town and had like Blacksburg-sized town where everybody yeah. has a home and a family and stuff. Well, well that's essentially it, what it, it is. seems like. It would be because you can't have public transit. It seems like process. it would be much better if they hadn't gone and tried to do the complexity of rendering all these different individual semi AI units. But you could totally do it. You could. I could come up with a design for it. I, in fact, I'll tell you a design for it right now. So, <laughs> really. All right. <laughs> there you go. Here's what you do. You randomly generate for every house. Because the thing is, you don't have a house for every citizen in the, in the in the in the city, right? You have, like... 10%, 5%. Yeah, 5%. I mean, really, because actually the numbers mm-hmm. that they give you for population are inflated. You really only got about, in a city of 100,000, quote-unquote, you really get 5,000 citizens, sim citizens, based on the actual number of buildings. You can generate 5,000 unique people. You can generate, like, oh, this house is a family of four. This house is a family of two. These kids want to go to school. These kids want to go there. These people have a job here. 
And that's part of your, like, commercial, residential, industrial. You all played SimCity at some point, I assume. If, if this had even, like... And it's like, t- oh, I go to work here, so then this person has to figure out how to commute to there. And if there's bad traffic, maybe they move out of the city. Like, that's actually a really smart way to do it. Here's something so, awful. Dwarf, Dwarf Fortress has... has UI. Oh yeah, it's got the worst UI you <laughs> yeah, possibly yeah, yeah. imagine. They couldn't, they couldn't sell that oh. to their Sims crowd. <laughs> but, but every person in Dwarf Fortress is a person. Even when you get up to two, five hundred people, whatever, at that point usually it gets unmanageable because you've got so many people and like something bad is going to happen and you'll lose. Um, and because once you get up to 200 people it's only a matter of time before you know there's a vampire or something attacks or you accidentally kill someone's baby or there's a cat explosion or whatever <laughs> other fun happens and and the game ends what is that happens if there's a cat explosion uh, a cat explosion is uh, it's mostly been fixed in the latest updates but it's when you have uh, overpopulation of cats to the point where the AI pathing of the cats kills your computer. Uh, because there's so many of them and they reproduce so fast that there are like six or seven thousand cats and your computer can't handle it because they all have AIs and will go around and are like tracking vermin and like calling the vermin to their favorite dwarf oh, the, to show it to the dwarf and and so you have but like, if it was SimCity they would all go to the same dwarf <laughs> right right and then maybe the system could, then maybe the system could handle it yeah. and if it was the closest dwarf most of the vermin would be killed outside and there would be less miasma less less fun Oh man, I'm not sure I like a uh, in-game thing that real crashes your computer. <laughs> well, it, it usually doesn't really crash the computer so much as it makes it bring, unplayable. Yeah, it, you get to the point where your frame rate is just r- ridiculously slow. Frame it's rate like, on an ASCII game. Yes. Um, Damn. You know, I mean, most of the time on my on this computer, when I get up to about 200 dwarves, I actually had the a. There's a setting in the configuration file for the maximum number of dwarves you'll have. And that's not actually really the maximum number of dwarves you have, because if your dwarves have babies, that number can still go up. But new dwarves won't immigrate uh, past what I had at 200. At 200, it would slow to a crawl. Um, And, you know, not terrible, but, like to the point where I would be reading stuff while I was waiting for things to happen or like surfing the internet on, on the second screen uh, my old roommate's computer he couldn't go above 50 because he just had like an 8 year old laptop I bet I could get to 50 on this one <laughs> probably get to like a thousand they've also improved the pathing uh, in it and a lot of the other stuff so it's not as labor intensive mm-hmm. um but I haven't played Dwarf Fortress in a long time. It's really good game. <laughs> There's a very minor complaint that I have for SimCity Online. You can't save your SimCity, unleash a monster, and then load the save. You can't. It just saves the current state of the city. So if you trash your city, you trash. Well, that your was city. all of it. See, all the, the, what they try. My guess is that they actually, like, got about six months away from, like, or a year away from, like, finishing the game, and then EA was like, all right, we need you to make this online and dumb it down so that all of our Sims players buy it. Wait, why? Well, because. <laughs> why do we resurrect a ten-year-old property that no one cared about anymore? Like, to, to get the, the, the eight people that liked building their own city and then having Godzilla stop it? That was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. <laughs> you have to be a certain type of nerdy wonk to want to play SimCity, I think, for any extended period of time. Hey! <laughs> hey fuck you, dude! <laughs> all, I, I played SimCity. That's I lame. Played. I play Civilization. Just one more turn. <laughs> Just one more year. Oh, God. I played, I played Sim Ant back in the day. I did too. That's actually the one I played more. Sim Life? I had Sim Ant. I no, never got Sim Life. That, that said, I owned it. Civ 4 is... The majority of how I quit smoking. <laughs> I, I believe I, it. I, I, I did the patch, and then the I took two weeks off from work, the last week on the patch, the last week off the patch, and I bought Civ, Civ 4 like three days before that, 
installed it, made sure it ran on my computer, and then didn't play it until the first day. And then I just sat there and I played Civilization Four for two weeks straight. And I, I believe that that is a very possible two weeks thing. straight without sleeping. No, no, I did sleep occasionally, but but you know it would be it would be the, be the, the man. Turn. I really should go. I really want a cigarette. I'm gonna go ask my roommate. I'll just finish this turn and then I'll go. Ask yes. my roommate for a cigarette. That was really and then, smart, yeah. And then I would get to the end of the turn, and the, the urge for the cigarette would pass. And I'd be halfway through the next turn. I'd be like, okay, well, I'll just finish just this turn. turn. Yep. And then, and like, I, I cheated maybe three or four times during during that process. And, um, yeah. I remember once. I was... Yes. That seems like there's exactly a, the thing There's a week between the end of uh, classes at Harvard and graduation... And it, because I was in the band, even the year I was correct, then I graduate from there. So, but the band would stick around and basically just party for that week and then play at graduation because that was what we did. And um, and so we, but like we got weird housework. Um, they put us in. They put us in like I guess it was the senior dorms because they wanted to close down a bunch of the other stuff. And I remember just being in this room, and I was playing Civilization at the time, so I brought my computer over there, my giant tower, <laughs> and I ended up, I ended up, like, probably about 50 hours straight at, like, Civ. I believe that. Then, <laughs> that seems like a, that's so much fun. Yeah. I don't know why it's so much fun. Oh. There's no one thing I can point to. You gotta play that one more turn. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's it's what game designers like to and game reviewers like to call a compelling game. <laughs> well, often compelling is safe for things like Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> compelling doesn't mean good or engaging. It just means it's compelling. Huh. Well, I didn't you know that was what they by that. Yeah, that it makes a lot of sense. what game reviewers mean when they say compelling most of the time. I always assume that means it has a good plot. <laughs> I would have thought so, but uh, I think I think that that would probably yeah. be engaging. <laughs> Nice. Maybe it's because I think because I read more movie reviews than game reviews. Skinner box. I like the latest Bond movie is a Skinner box. It is because there's so many like all your cities are dinging with their improvements all over the place. I didn't even think of that. It uh, really is. Gross. But it's a good Skinner box. It's a really good Skinner box. <laughs> <laughs> is it effective or <laughs> beneficial? Give me some more negative stuff. I mean, I'll be honest, an endless space is the same. I oh, mean, yeah. oh, you, you have all of your planets, like, do their production, and that's one little button that you have to handle. And then, like, all of your ships are flying around, and you'll get a little pop sit, pop up saying, you know, you've got six ships which still have movement left. Or whatever, and you know, oh, your technology just advanced. You you need to go and select something else to research. It's a different kind of Skinner box than like the random drop monster loot. It's the, it's it's sort of I don't even know if it's 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 technically. I mean, maybe it is for that reason, but like it's the you always have enough things that are just about to be awesome that you want to just wait a little longer to see those things that are. It's just not about variable to be awesome. interval the, reinforcement. The, it yeah. is a constant reinforcement. No, there, there's the, actually some what is, what is uh, the other one? controversy this over whether or not all of these are really yeah, skinner boxes. Yeah, this is variable ratio. Oh, okay. This is variable interval. Yeah, gotcha. Casinos work on variable uh, mm -hmm. interval or ratio. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, I, yeah. Because every time you you don't know what you're going to get, so it's variable, mm -hmm. and it's ratio because the more often you do it. The more uh, likely, you know, things are going to pop out of the vending machine. Gotcha. So that's what Diablo runs on. And variable interval. I was incorrect about saying that. Variable interval is what the civilization's thing is. So you'll, you'll you will get that improvement, but it could be one turn. It could be four turns. Yeah. yeah. And but I it see. comes on an interval. Ah, mm -hmm. That is devious. <laughs> Those bastards. But the, the Diablo model is apparently more addictive. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and it's also um, it's harder to. It's also more. It's hard to extinguish. Yeah, it's a lot harder because to when, extinguish. Because when in Diablo, let's say someone randomly turns off the ability to get ultra rare items just on the server, because in Di Diablo 3 you could do that if you were an administrator, people wouldn't notice for a very long time. Mm hmm. I wonder too if it's because like I can always just go play Diablo for a time and I might get a rare loot drop, right? Mm -hmm. But if I play Civ, it's like 
it, it locks you in a different way. It locks you in for the long haul, right? Mm-hmm. So you're you're playing and playing and playing, and eventually you get tired and pass out. And then the next day, you might not want to do that again. <laughs> Whereas Diablo, I can play for a little while now, play fill all my available time, and I can come back tomorrow and get more loot. Oh man, this is so infuriating about Diablo Three. To get the best loot, mm-hmm. you need to play for one hour. Then, after you played for one hour at maximum level, you will begin to have the best loot unlocked for you. In a sitting. In a sitting. In yeah. a yep. sitting. Like, it has a artificial... Now you are have access to the best loot in this sitting. One hour mechanic. Minimum. Mm-hmm. Habituation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't even installed well, so what is there, What is even their justification for that? They can get away with it? Is it supposed to balance out the auction house thing? I think it's supposed to balance out the auction house. Explain how that means. What I mean is that they introduced an auction house to Diablo 3. Because, so because there were a lot of off or off of their stuff things happening. Oh, no, I, I understand, but, but how is that supposed to it balance means out? That you can't just buy your way to being a better player. Exactly. Which is your real life money. And you can. You can, and I think it's that if you get to be ultra high level and you get so geared that grinding for an hour will produce more items than a normal mm. player who is not high level geared, that by creating a, at least a one hour play minimum, it balances out the probabilities. I, that's, what that I, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I mean oh, okay. It's more rewarding if you right. actually are someone who sits and playing than someone who just is feeding it's your real grinding. money. Well, I actually oh. was thinking that what the point of it was this. That's interesting. That it separates players into two categories. Yeah. The, the players who have a lot of time and the players <laughs> who have very little time. And the players who have very little time are the majority of the players. Right. And the players who have a lot of time are a minority of the players. Mm-hmm. And so what you do is you create a large group of people who want to play the game more but don't have good enough equipment to do so. Yeah. So have to spend money. So you have to actually buy your way. And this was actually a problem oh. because I can actually speak to this because we got sucked into Diablo last year and then we... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I've then I stopped. Um, because on, what was it, Inferno? That's the hardest one? Inferno was impossible to play unless you bought... Gear. Like, there was a part of it where Patrick and I were so... We were playing the game as best as we could and we just... The amount of time involved in investing in it and the amount of gear that you got, you could never get enough gear to actually advance properly. No matter how skilled you were, you had to go yeah. and buy some. You couldn't just grind the same level over and over no. and over. Right. Because you always had to go to the auction house. Yes. And you don't have to spend real money in the auction yeah, house. You, you can, can spend, spend gold. gold. You know, and but you have to grind for gold. But the, but the economy is... One of the, and and yeah. does your weapons and armor wear out? Do you they do. They do. So, so, so at some point, you're, you're not actually way. accumulating any net positive. You get to yeah. a point where you're... you're, you're I can tell you the room I can't advance from. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's yeah. a little stone building in uh, mm-hmm. Act 3. Yep. There's this one little room, room. and there's a boss and in there. Uh, like a mini-boss, and yeah. he's just too tough. Yep. Well, I can beat all the bosses behind me, but I <laughs> can't even touch this one. Uh, yep. No matter how good you are. So no did you guys just play. like do what I usually do with Diablo and eventually just take the disc, break it in half, and throw it in the trash? <laughs> are digital copies. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just didn't install it on my new computer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't buy it. Though I don't think I've actually uninstalled it off of this one. So theoretically, yeah. I could could load it up. Does it run? Who gives it? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Six out of ten. The yeah. lowest good score I can give. It took like twenty hours to install because I only had already this computer doesn't have, have a stuff. DVD yeah, exactly. drive. I only had a CD, <laughs> and so I had to use a USB <laughs> DVD so drive. This is an old USB one point DVD drive. To install a game. Well, this way, if one of them goes down, you can be out of two games at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That also bugged the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Do you play WoW? Uh, I used to play WoW. We got off WoW. We got off Diablo. Good. We're clean now. Good. <laughs> I, I haven't played any Mists, but I've heard it's lame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hmm? I, uh, I thankfully never got into any of the online stuff. I would have totally gotten something. I'll probably play WoW again someday. I played it last summer. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But I, I kind of want to get back into uh, Star Wars Old Republic. I was actually going to say, play. Patrick plays um, that, but we played a lot less than WoW, because I think it's more... 
I find it more rich in storyline than WoW did, as much as it's like playing an offline Bioware game. Yeah. Except that your friend can be there and you can be watching him play. Exactly. In between, you're playing at the same time and then you run around and kill stuff together and level up. And then when it comes time for the story, you go do all his cutscenes, you do all your cutscenes. And. Yeah, I, it's like. It's, playing... it's like the best single player game that you can play with your friends at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, so it's not hyper... <laughs> need more friends? <laughs> <laughs> the $15 a Maybe. month makes me a little it's, skeptical. It's, it's play now. free to play now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it yeah. real to yeah. play or is it like... It's for real it's, free to play. It, oh, well, is this, well, it's, watch it's rich the, people play. It's got freemium <laughs> stuff in it too. So yeah. like, if you want to yeah, go obviously. and do all the really super cool stuff and have like... Uh, uh, Pink lightsaber or some shit. Yeah, you're probably going to chair to ride around on. It. Yeah. Well, I think. Oh, did, they, did they make the mouse <laughs> premium? Uh, well, I don't really know yet because okay. I'm not high level enough to actually get. The I think fancy there might ones. actually be a fancy chair. There is a fancy chair. There's if a fancy chair. If you're chair. dark side, there's like an emperor's chair you can ride around in. That seems chair. stupid when there are 80 people in the, stu- the yeah. same stupid chair. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I never actually saw anyone in the, the okay. chair. I, I mostly went. For I've seen one person in the chair. And I, did I didn't get, know like, how I felt about that. One has either too much money or too much free time. Yeah. I got one of the like you know the things the droids ran and flew on in like the first yeah. movies. I had one of those for one of my dark side characters that I got up high. That's cool. Um, and I don't think I got a mount because that's technically what it is for any of my light side characters. Mm-hmm. Um, because most of them, Jedi I just. I had a horse. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to accidentally hit that with the lightsaber at some I, point. I had more fun playing the stupid spaceship fly around minigame yes. that wasn't actually part of the game. It's not even had, part like, of the game. It's yeah. like a Star Foxy kind of like clicky. What, seriously? Yeah. yeah it was awesome. So, so much cool. Fun. I, I, had, I loved that. <sighs> I wish it actually had some game effect besides like Just letting you get stuff that would improve your ship. Yeah. So you could play the mini game better. That sounds like a, like a regular game though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like you you'd have I mean, you'd pay you'd pay at least two ninety nine for that on an iPad. See, oh hell yeah. See, this the, the problem is this is the same sort of thing I have with with like Final Fantasy. I'll get to Blitzball. And then I will only continue playing Final Fantasy play so that Blitzball. I can make money, so that I can pay my Blitzball team, so that I can keep playing Blitzball. And Blitzball was like one of the worst in-game game, minigames, wasn't it? I thought it was pretty Maybe fucking awesome. Good. How does it compare to Chocobo Racing or the card game in in nine? I like uh, I like the card game. There was a card game. I like the too. card game in nine. I didn't play. I didn't really play the one in eight. I, like I, I really wish the sub game in seven had had. <clears throat> more depth to it. And that was a terrible pun, I know. It was a but, means to an end, unfortunately. Yeah. It was... Like, but I wish there had been, like, some sort of campaign in it, because it was so cool. You, like, drove a sub around, and, like, they were dropping mines oh. at you, and... Oh, that one. I thought you were talking about the Chocobaris. No, no, no. The, the submarine game. Oh. That was and, just one little mini-game, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, like 20 minutes, and you're done. But and then there's not really much replayability, either. Which made me sad because I love that game. It was so good. Like I, I would, I would have gone to an arcade and like pumped quarters in a machine <laughs> to play that for like hours on end. Well, it was like because <laughs> if you went to the arcade at Gold Saucer, I think you could replay the motorcycle chase from the Escape from Midgar, right? Yeah, and the motorcycle one wasn't too bad. No, that was a lot of fun. But you no, could replace not... your own motorcycle chase well, in I think an arcade. They made it different. It was, yeah. it was an it was, arcade game. Yeah, oh. it, was, it was like uh, lower graphics <laughs> than the already yeah. pretty low graphics. Yeah, Damn. Like, <laughs> shit sucked. <laughs> that's bad. It was awesome though, because you know it gave it that little like retro feel while you were playing this game. Though, <laughs> which at the time was really Seven bad. had really fucking awesome graphics. And now I you're can, playing a retro game inside a retro yeah. game. That's too true. So, so I have a question for for all of you. What was the first game you ever played where you got so immersed in it that you didn't realize the time until the sun came up? Assuming that that's happened. Okay. I made notes about how to get the Zora flippers. I was trying to figure it out there, like my eight year old self. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? It was actually, um, it was the Toy Story game for the Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> My parents watched me like a hawk. 
<laughs> so the only think time I got to do that was when I was a little bit older than I think a lot of the other experiences here. So I got to do that in Morrowind. Ooh. Very exciting. I'm trying to remember the games where I would look outside and the sun, like that, that sky would have that purple color that was like, <laughs> you have stayed up too long. And I think it wasn't until, I hope, I don't think it was till college because I think my parents would have yelled at me otherwise. Yeah, I got, I got an earful. <laughs> you know what though? I might have, it might, I might have done it at home. I mean, high school in civil, one of the early Civilization games. I believe that. Yeah, they're they're, they're they're so addictive. Yeah, they're the ones where you just you just completely lose track. What's really interesting to me actually is that have you ever noticed that there's some games where it's like you play for a while and you're like, man, it feels like I've played for four hours and look at the clock, and it's only been an hour. And then mm-hmm. you look. There's some games where, man, it only feels like I've played for an hour, and you look at the clock, and it's tomorrow. <laughs> the Silent Hill is like that. Yeah, Silent Hill feels like it's been hours and it's been yeah. an hour. And then when you're I play super on edge, yeah, <laughs> like oh shit, some some shit's gonna happen. Yeah. And then when I played Bioshock, I played through it all in one sitting, and mm-hmm. I thought it had been like two hours, and really? it was like one sitting. Wow. And I did not know it was like three days. No, it's it's like an eight-hour game, uh, and oh, it's, it's it's longer than that. Not how she well, plays however, that. However, however, hardcore. <laughs> however, wrench of that However shit. long it takes, it was that it was that. But I re- I got I saved all the little sisters and everything like that. But I remember <laughs> that I sat through and I was thinking that was a really short game. Then you look up at the um, clock and, it's... and it was time for school. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had that happen with uh, Master of Orion. Uh, first time I got it, and the original one, and like I heard birds chirping. I was like, that's really weird. Why are there birds chirping in the middle of the night? And then I looked out the window and it was light. And I was like, that's really weird. Why is it light out? And then, and then I looked at the clock. I was like, oh shit, I've got to be at class in an hour. Well... I guess I'll just keep playing for another 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, don't do it. You, remind, you reminded me of what it was with the birds. It was mist. I was yeah. six years old. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and my parents, my dad had mist. Mm-hmm. And, memories. And, uh, and I was doing it, and it was a puzzle, and I could never get past this one level with... Um, it took me forever and ever, and it was with all of these noises. It was a, uh, it was there were um, six. There were like there was a panel with with six noises that you had to match up to things, and there was a light that you had to bounce through all these prisms, and there was like a, oh, it was like a train, classic. birds, um, <laughs> like a rumbly sound that wasn't a train but sounded mm-hmm. kind of like a train, and and you had to match them up somehow, and I can't remember how you did it. And I had beaten every single one really easily until then. And I still don't remember how the puzzle is solved. Um, <laughs> I don't remember how I ever beat it, but I remember I got stuck on that. And I, I remember getting to that point and realizing that hours and hours and hours had passed. Um, but I was really little. I was like six or seven. And I remember that my, my dad came up and he found me and he found that I had been in front of the computer this was back when I had, was still living with my grandmother. Um, my family was still living with my grandmother, and he found that I'd been in the computer room instead of my room all night, and he helped me beat the puzzle. You did it, awesome. You did Because we come from a family of like hardcore <laughs> nerditude, and it was his game, so we beat it together, and he wasn't able to beat it either. Um, so we beat it, and that was the first game I really got immersed into. Mm-hmm. But the birds reminded me of that yeah. because of the bird noise. Fucking yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of vaguely bird. remember that puzzle, but I, I have no idea what solution yeah. was. I, I can't remember how that goes. I think you'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've got like I don't know if I have a computer that would run it, but I've got missed. I tried to run it. You box, yeah. right? Work. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have a remastered 3D mm. continuous motion version now. Continuous really? motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like it would ruin it. Yeah. Like, it makes some of the puzzles It does. Harder. It makes the puzzles way harder. Because you're yeah. not looking at it from the exact angle the original game expects. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems you already knew how to do the original puzzle, which you would have since you played it. Well, yeah, but then when I redid it, it, I was completely freaking lost. Yeah. I don't know, it's been, what, 20 years since Mist now? 
Something like that? Oh, now you're making me feel really It shouldn't be that old. I never played Miss, but uh, I, yeah, I, I guess remember when it came out. I played it yeah, in high school, right. so... This right. is a freaking I played it in, like, elementary school. Were all the sequels as good? By played, I mean, no. tried no, to play. No, so just the original yeah. play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the second one is pretty I fought Mist. <laughs> I, I, I had a similar problem. Yeah, I played. I played like the first little bit of Mist, and then I remember Riven came out, and I like looked at it, and I like started playing it, and was like, "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> it was easier for me because you you knew how the the you knew how to think after you played yeah. Mist. Yeah. Do you know what I, game? I, oh, I played. I did play one of those graphical adventure games. It was called The Seventh Guest. I have that too. Okay, it's, <laughs> I never played that. It's a, you're you're basically exploring a haunted house, um, and there are puzzles that are like give you information about the the seven guests who all died there or something like that. I don't really remember exactly what it was. Really diverse puzzles, very hard. Um, a couple of them were chess based. I don't think so. I ever beat seventh guest, but I think that was I because. I only had a computer that could run it for a short time before... It overheated or something? No, before I discovered Master of Orion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. And XCOM. I th- I want to say that I I had a guide for it, but I only used it to find out where to go for the next puzzle. Like I think I tried to solve all the puzzles myself. I don't remember it's if more I fun did. that way. Yeah. 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 What's the point of a puzzle game if you're just yeah. reading the yeah. puzzle? Mm-hmm. Book? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm smart. I and I kind of, I kind of <laughs> want to go back and do Star Control with a guide. Star Control too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I went through that without oh, a guide, such a good and game. that is like, that is possibly the best game ever. I've yeah. been playing that through, and I have a really large set of notes because there's no in-game journal. No, yeah. there isn't. So I just had this pad. It started off as one pad. I, I, <laughs> that is a game too. That that is a game too that you can you can lose that game. It's like overworld space exploration with like some buying and and some meeting and diplomacy, trying to beat some ancient evil baddie. It's like Mass Effect, but older. And doesn't yeah. It is. It is it's exactly like Mass Effect. Yeah. It is a story based game with characters <laughs> masquerading as a space combat game. Yep. Yeah, it even has it a similar like Reaper. Reapers going around the galaxy, killing. Except that in, in, in minor spoilers here in Star Control, the, the, the Reapers go around the galaxy in a circle, reaping as they go, and instead of like disappearing into some alternate dimension for ten thousand years and then coming back. But immediately, the other half of their race goes around the other half, other way, enslaving or imprisoning everyone, mm-hmm. and then they get together and fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they even both have Reapers. It's, it's that. Uh... There may be some ripping going on. <laughs> but, uh, oh man. Star Control comping massively. Anybody else ever <laughs> play Starship Titanic? No. Yes. I, I did. That's horrible. Stop it, Yanni. You've already played all the games. <laughs> <laughs> because they had that, like, type in what you want to say to people thing, and I was, like, 13 and had no idea oh, what God. to even say to anyone. No one would tell me anything useful ever under any circumstances, and it was like, well, I could find some puzzles to do, but, like, I can't. Text-based <laughs> adventures it, are It was a product of Douglas Adams' fevered imagination, so of oh, yeah. course I played it. Did the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy text game? I got stuck I so existed. early in that game and just could not... Was it a vending machine? Did oh, you ever wow. manage to get tea and not tea at the same time? No. See, I've never played this game... <laughs> But it's on a list of hardest puzzle games ever. Yeah. <laughs> on crack because no, no, of the feels so bad. About because that. the vending machine. Oh yeah. And I guess it was an item that you needed to get really early. In you the needed game. to pick up trash. Uh, that that you um. couldn't win at the end unless you you could. Well, and you you Star also had to. Actually, has a little bit of that. Like you can definitely lose the game really early on. And there, I guess there may be a back way to win once horrible things start to happen. But it's probably worth going through the horrible, the horrible, horrible losing sequence <laughs> um, once, just for the emotional impact. Um, yeah. That game's on a time limit. I don't know if you knew this. I, I did not. I am ruined. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be fun, and then you can start over and... and yep. I and lost the first time. Corey. I was so crushed I didn't want to play it for a week. And then I went back and played it with a guide. <laughs> <laughs> I... But it's certainly worth it. I'm pretty sure I safe scummed. Um, <laughs> but that was like one of the few games I pirated back in the day, and I had a really crappily hacked one. So sometimes flying into hyperspace 
would cause the computer to reboot. Wow. Is your computer to reboot? Yes. <laughs> Hyperspace. Pew! Great graphic. Wait. Wait, hold up. Hold on. Wait, um, what? <laughs> and and there was actually some star systems that I just couldn't go to because if I came out of hyperspace, it would also cause my computer to reboot. And I had those marked on my map, like "Don't go here." <laughs> Too dangerous. <laughs> but I got through the game <laughs> eventually. That's crazy. Uh. I think the only game I ever stayed up way too late playing, because I've never actually stayed up all the way until morning, was when I first got Portal. And mm. Conrad, and, it was probably mostly because I was playing it with Conrad. Because we would just sit there all night, like, working on the heroic levels, or whatever they were called. It challenge. The challenge oh, mode levels. Yeah. To get vanilla crazy cake. But, but the best time was when eventually it got too late for me, and I went to bed. And when I woke up in the morning, Conrad was still playing, and it was the level with the gun turrets, and we were, we were trying to play the challenge mode where they are all in the cages and can't be gotten rid of. And he had built a summer home. Did you ever see the summer home? <laughs> all right, he had collected all the objects in the in the level. He had put the filing cabinets in front of the gun drones out in the like long hallway, and then had taken all of the cubes. The radio, the coffee mug, and like in the room before the exit, built a nice little house, like with everything neatly arranged. So it's called mastery. <laughs> I have to play Portal at some point. You yeah, do. It. Wait, have you really just not played it? I've watched. I, it came out while I was at Volition. And so, what happens at Volition when a new game comes Stays out that's Volition. relevant? Mm-hmm. The designers go, they get it on the console, whatever console they have out in the out in the, the sort of the corner suite area where the kitchen and the couches are and the big TV. Mm-hmm. And the game designers get first dibs at it, and they get to play for just an hour or two as research. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's actually really important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then and then anyone else who wants to play plays. So I watched a lot of Portal, but I never actually played it. It's worth playing. I, I, I have I the orange box yeah. for Xbox, if you want to borrow that. I might. I, I also bought it on PC. When so, I, so when I, I finished Lost Odyssey, I just finished um, the... I had to use a guide for this. I just finished the... There's a Temple of, of Enlightenment or something like that, which is this like ridiculous maze-like thing that you couldn't possibly solve without a guide. Unless you were enlightened. Yeah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it's it, because because it's the people that designed the other Final Fantasy games. It's it's that kind of game. It has a little bit of that old Nintendo heart in it, like yeah. the Zelda maze, where it was the same. If you went, yeah, it, what was it? Left, left, up, down, left. I think was the solution. I, so, I, that sounds which for which Zelda game for the original Zelda. The original, oh, okay. the Lost there, there's the Lost this Forest, one little yeah. maze where if you if you headed east, you leave the maze. If you yeah. headed in any other direction, you come back into the exact same room, mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird. You could just keep going left forever and ever and ever. You keep going north forever oh, and ever. Yeah. Keep going south forever and ever. But the, the there was like a key, which was something like left, left, up down left or something mm-hmm. and then you would get out of the maze yeah. at the other place you could go. Mm-hmm. Yep. They used that in the Kokiri Forest for uh, Ocarina of Time. Yep. Mm-hmm. That the was the same yeah. exact uh, sequence not, so if you remember from the original. Well, mm-hmm. Probably not. But, yeah. but the thing about that maze was that there was a very, very minor graphical difference between yes. the tunnels that you could go through that sent you back and the tunnels that you could go through that didn't send you back. Yeah. The yeah. ones that didn't send you back were just flat black. Mm-hmm. And the ones that you would send you back that, to the front had a little bit of gray. Sparkle in them, yeah. Mm. yeah. And if you know what to look for, you can just navigate and your the was set high enough on your TV. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alternatively, if you have the uh, hook shot, which is an infinite ammo because it's just... Oh, that's true, yeah. You can just shoot yeah. the entrance or use a bow and arrow or a... Uh, a slingshot, because yeah. the entrances that send you back also are hard mm-hmm. walls, and it They're, would break off them, but it would shoot through. It would shoot through the other ones. Nice. <laughs> so if you knew what to look for, you could do it. And, uh, 
Super Mario 64 DS. I was I was trying to solve one of the one of the like maze levels, and I was getting really really frustrated. And I realized it was because my sound was off, and I was supposed to be following the sound of Luigi oh. screaming oh. or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I solved it without the sound off before I figured that out. I was like, hey, that's how I was supposed to do that. Oh, did you do that? So apparently it's actually up, left, down, left. Okay. But oh, okay. trying to find the... I remember there were lefts. Now I know yeah. how to beat every Zelda game. Nice. <laughs> nice. I, know I think I need to get a Zelda game someday. You ever played any? Nope. Hmm. Worth it. I forgot how small the original Zelda if you could manage, yeah. wow. If you could manage Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. That or Link to the Past. It depends on your flavor. Oh, Link to the Past is... I've played that a number of times. As too. I've already said, I have a very special emotional childhood connection to Link to the Past. But I would have to say Ocarina of Time is probably your best first taste. I mean, yeah, I, I, like as a kid, I just played Mario and fighting games. Yeah. And uh, as an adult, to go. I play like <laughs> Mario and fighting games and Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But it seems like Zelda would probably fill a similar role in games I like to Pokemon. So we yeah. should probably try it out sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Grinding is for losers. Grinding is for losers. Whoa. And, and when you're playing is well. not for losers. Grinding is for losers. <laughs> I enjoy your grind. Well, if you watch TV while you do it. Will, yeah, you never ground your Pokemon <laughs> up to higher levels lovingly by waiting through tall grass for hours. No. hours I ground my hours. Pokemon up lovingly by feeding them rare candies. You didn't just grind them up monster. lovingly by talking to the doctor. Everyone knows that rare candy is bad for your Pokemon and they don't get better you know, for them. You, you know how I, that works, right? Huh? They don't you, get. You know how that works, right? They don't okay. get Eevees if you do that, but they yeah. get. But if they're already they get maxed out on Eevees, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The, the trick is, <laughs> is you fight monsters, and if it's not a monster that will give you the right EV, you flee. So you don't give them bad EVs, and once you've got enough of the EVs for your monster, then you rare candy them up to the level yeah, you want. Yeah, Caitlin, God. And then you're like, man, this is taking fucking forever. Fuck this noise. I'm gonna go play Fallout. They don't earn it. <laughs> Solution to that problem. That's the way I feel about Fallout. Are you just to keep them fat? I'm teaching my Pokemon the right way to get through life: being richer, having a rich dad, and (laughs) and being handed everything in life. I specifically do not feed my Pokemon rare candy, except for on rare occasions when I wanted to reward them for a particularly spectacular performance. Well, that's maybe that's because you I didn't have ever have a level 256 Snorlax. I did have a level 256 Snorlax after fight after the whole missing no experience. Everyone did. Ha- Surfing you- up and down the coast of Cinnabar at least once in their life. Monster Rancher. Monster Rancher is awesome. Oh my! That is a game that can't be played without a CD collection. Right. I I actually have like two spindles of CDs that are like this tall in my closet because I don't play it anymore. (laughs) But that that have taped to them little labels saying what they make. Um, (laughs) And so wait, wait, you have so So here's how you play it. Monster Rancher is a monster game, but you take. Uh, you don't uh, find monsters in game. You can, but they're crappy. Yeah. Well, you play music at it, and it turns no. it into a monster. No, yeah, it's you put like a CD you, you, in your disc. You go to the the temple. Oh, I... and you open up your and it'll be like, put in the disc fragment you want to generate from, and then you open up your PlayStation. You stick in a music CD. You close it, and it's like, and the like some CGI stuff plays, and it's like, put the game disc back in. And then you do that, and then like your monster gets generated. So what 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 uh, music gives you the best monsters? It, it depends. Civil um, War music gave me the best one. Uh, <laughs> the best one I actually got was from my iPlus Internet install disk. I got a Phoenix. <laughs> um, nice. But they did also a lot of customs that ones. Like if you if you put in other Tecmo games, you get special monsters. Mm-hmm. If you put in REM's monster, you got a really awesome dragon. Um, there was <laughs> I awesome. think a Britney Spears album, which I never quite got around to buying, that made a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had like five or six. Like m- ones that generated cool monsters that were like it was like known tech, you know, like RM monster. Obviously, just, that makes sense. It was really cool. Um, I, I wanted that game hard as a child, it, but so it was hard. great. But but it had a lot more of the like reward 
rewarding your monster and like behavioral training than Pokemon. Ever oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, maybe it, it not actually quite, existed. quite the depth of the like stat. You actually had to watch it poop in the living room and then hit it under the rolled up newspaper on the nose. <laughs> not really. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Good Pokemon training mini games. Recently, has gotten closer to pooping in the. The Pokemon Recently Pokemon you like have to pay attention to them and shit. In know. which game? No, I mean like, you know, you, you give them you know like You can give them haircuts. And make oh. them happy. Yeah, you know? they do have a happiness uh, stat. Tamagotchamon. I think I, I, think I actually got, really like, want three that. dead I ones on my little walker. That I could like that they would make an external device Morbid. that could was like a better Poke Walker and you could load a Pokemon onto it and had like good graphics and you could like, play fetch with it and do mini games and stuff and like unlock special moves and yeah, like, yeah. Not, not not there's an Android Tamagotchi now, yeah. Well, no, what I was just saying is they need an Android or IO and or iOS app where you can download like one Pokemon to it if it like works through the Dream Realm or something. Yeah, and then you like you you go and you can take your one Pokemon that you're keeping on your phone with you and and play with it and. Keep it, and even when you're not playing the game, I would play Doctor Wormhole all the time. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have a Pokemon who's been in many games. <laughs> he, he's been to all the external devices. Uh, <laughs> so he, he started. He started on my copy of oh, yeah. Wormhole. Wormhole. He must have started on Sapphire, I think, and then. I traded him up to the next game, traded him up to the next game, put him on my Pokewalker for a long time, T- took him off when I got tired of my Pokewalker, traded him up to the next game, sent him to the Dream Realm for a long time. When I remembered about him, got him back from that game, traded him over to the next game, and he's a Wurmple, which is like a Caterpie, for those of you who don't know about Wurmple. Named Dr. Wurmple. Let's <laughs> see. He's like the billion. He's probably level like fifty and doesn't has has never evolved because I won't let him. Horrible. <laughs> uh, so never walk up get a pedometer that levels up your yes. yes. It's almost exactly like that. That's it was way too much fun though because you could you could mystery gift people on your Pokewalker. I and so it meant that the hike was always doing that. We'd like yeah. be in the movie theater, and like Yanni and I would Poke Walker <laughs> each other, and some guy behind us would be like, "Is that a Poke Walker?" Yeah, and then he'd be like, like "Mystery here." <laughs> and better than that, it stored your current team on it, and there was a place in the game oh, where you could died. fight people who you had Poke Walker synced with. Oh, that's cool. So like. If you Pokewalker somebody on the bus, you know, who's going to be in your battle trainer house? Who knows? It could be anything. This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.